What's up, my basement dwellers? I'm at the set of Tome right now. Listen, I have literally spent 47 years of life, 26 years as a believer in Jesus Christ, 24 years getting counseling and therapy. Uh, and we've distilled this down into a university level type of course that me and my friends put together for you. You don't have to be alive as long as I've been alive, nor do you've had to been walking with Jesus as long as I've been walking with Jesus, nor do you have to have gone through therapy and counseling for as long as I've gone through therapy and counseling. I'm taking what is over four decades, wow, of life and over two decades of life and ministry, and I'm giving you the opportunity to get it way faster than I did. Because if you do, you'll go way farther than I've gone. So I need you to go to thepeaceofmindcourse.com. Get your peace of mind. And please pass me. I love you. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the basement at 12 noon central standard time what are you doing are you at lunch what are y'all doing right now we literally just okie doked the entire basement why did we do this because we wanted to we definitely wanted to go live and we would usually go live at tuesday night and we decided to go live Monday afternoon. So I don't even know who's here. Does anybody even know we're here? How many people How many people in the chat? Let me see. What are we at? We are at 571 right now. And Five, they, they're what? going crazy. People 571 of you all are here in the middle of the afternoon. Who's working? Did 20, <laughs> y'all, still, y'all still got that 2020 Monday? Y'all still got that 2020 money hanging around? Y'all y'all on that stimulus still? Y'all working from home? Y'all some entrepreneurs? What did y'all, 571 entrepreneurs at the house right now doing what? I don't even know. I lo- whoever you are, I don't even know. Listen, thanks for rocking with us. I love y'all so much. So shout out to uh, our press beers. Shout out to our dwellers. Shout out to uh, our promoters on YouTube. Shout out to the people that just support us. Cash App, PayPal. Y'all are some generous people. Listen, the generosity is crazy right now. Um, So much so that um, I had to start, like, praying. And, like, man, what do we do? Because this is, the generosity is overflowing. Like, our cup is overflowing. And if, the, if our cup is overflowing, what do you do with a cup that's overflowing? You got to, like... You're either going to waste water or you're going to have to get another cup. Um, So uh, I texted the boys last week and I told them, I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing something, but I don't know if it's corny or not. That, the, that was the conversation. I'm like, is, is this corny? This, but this is what I'm thinking about doing. So, so let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all what it is, okay? Um, well, let me give you the premise first. Okay, so the, the, the premise is I grew up uh, a child of the 80s and the 90s, right? I was born in 75. So I grew up a child of the 80s and the 90s, and I remember listening to K-Day. 
shout out to K Day uh, back in California. Um, um, I, I remember listening to uh, 92.3 to beat. And um, I, re- I remember listening to, um, y- you know, these classic and iconic um, radio shows where, you know, call in, caller number 10 is going to get this, that, and the other, right? I'm like, okay, great. Um, and then, like, late 90s, early 2000s, that's when you had street teams. And the street teams were... Like, you know, if, if if it's the two, you know, the people that DJed, I guess, from like two to four, right, in the afternoon. And like, yo, uh, show up. Well, I was in I was in uh, Texas by this time. So shout out to uh, Super K, uh, Keynote, and Headcrack. Those are the guys I remember from 97.9 to beat. And Headcrack um, has gone on to do some amazing things. Shout out to Head Crack. I got to talk to him uh, briefly last week. And so if you see this, Head Crack, I love you, bro. So Super K Keynote and Head Crack had a show on 97.9 The Beat. And um, uh, they used to just pull up places, right? Like, yo, we're going to be at the gas station off of 35 and Royal. And we're going to fill up the first 50 people's gas tank. And I just love the energy of like, the pull up, you know what I mean? Like, where are you gonna be? Oh, we got we about to pull up, you know. So I got to thinking. I got to thinking. Is that dead? Like, can we still do that? Like, like, is that something that people can still do? And if we do that, like, how do you pull up and you're a podcaster? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a daily radio show. I'm not in your ear every day from two to four. You, you know, from two p.m. to six, or some, from six to you know, nine or, you know, the quiet storm. You know, I'm not with you from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Paying you the latest R&B hits. Hey, this next song's going out to Lisa. Richard said he loves you very much. Always and forever. And he's sorry. He loves you very much, and he's sorry. Oh, man, why'd you do that to Richard? You just made Richard. Just, I felt like he knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, oh, you just made Richard. Like, he did something wrong. I'm not going to assume what he did, Sammy. You the one said he's sorry, so you got to know what he did. I don't know what he did, but at least he was thoughtful enough to call the radio right. station and wait on hold. And now we have made a big backstory out of Richard and Lisa, and uh, they've been dating for four and a half years and uh maybe he's gonna propose at the end of always and forever i don't know i don't even know why lisa listens to the free radio anymore (laughs) like first of all what's happening right so anyway but i did start thinking i'm like man i i missed the the pull-up i missed the pull-up and and would it be corny if we did a pull-up type of scenario and i started thinking about it and you know, sometimes, sometimes a a a God thought masquerades as your thought, right? You think you coming up with something, and you have no idea how much influence that, that you know that the Holy Spirit's putting on it. So, um, what had happened was, I just thought to myself, what what if we started a campaign called "Be Blessed." 
right? Obviously, to be oh, that might y'all might think I'm throwing up a gang sign. I'm so sorry. I'm from L.A., so I know the B's and the C's. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to think I'm I'm preferential to the B's or the C's. Okay, so just know that that was just automatic. That came out of nowhere. But um, I thought about this thing like. What if we did a thing called Be Blessed, right? Let's just talk out loud. What if I did a thing called Be Blessed, right? And what if what if what we did was um, uh, make a scenario by which if we find someone wearing our basement merchandise, right? It doesn't matter what it is. If, they, if you have a sweatshirt on, if you have a T-shirt on, if you have a decal on your tablet on your mac pro right uh on your dale we'll we'll pray we'll pray we'll pray (laughs) lord jesus saying dale hurt um on your dale computer if you just got a decal on it it wouldn't matter if if you bought anything from the merch store ever right and doesn't have to be like it has to be from this season or whatever. If you have a if if you got a a shirt from season one and it's raggedy now you've been washing your car with it we don't care but here's the thought I was having. All right. What if if we're out and about and we see a dweller wearing a piece of our merch or a dweller sees us wearing a piece of our merch? What if once that little magical moment happened, the first person that we saw wearing our merch or they saw us and they're wearing our merch or they have a decal or whatever, right? $500 on site. $500 on site. That was my thought. If we're out and about and we see a dweller wearing our merch or a dweller sees us and they're wearing our merch, $500 on site. Listen, I'm telling you. So this, I'm thinking all this to myself. This is not like a, this is not a focus group. I don't have Hector, Sammy, Hooli. I don't have Juliet. I don't have Nathan and Noah. I'm just in my own mind thinking about how I grew up, mm. thinking about street teams pulling up. And I started thinking, what if we just blessed dwellers the way they've been blessing us? We would do this once a week. Because we're not Mr. Beast. Right? So if we if if this happens on a Monday, five hundred dollars on site. All right. <laughs> oh, and Tim, just to clarify, this is not one of those shady crypto scams where people we're gonna lie to them, dupe them, and take advantage of people. This is a nah, man, this literal is, nah, blessing is, nah. to bless. We're, we're just we're be blessed. Like five hundred dollars on site. You rocking with us? You you wearing our merch and we just happen to see you outside in these streets? $500 on site. I just love saying that. I love Y'all might hear that. There might need to be a count on the post edit. <laughs> I might say this like 52 times. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hilarious. But no, no, no. Dead serious. I'm I I mm-hmm. we want to be a blessing. We want to be a blessing and my thought is that um, if we do this once a week, it, it, it's going to be wherever it would happen. It's going to be random, right? Like it's, that's just amazing. 
So, um, once a week, the first person we see wearing our basement merch, uh, or you see, either we see you or you see us, and you you pull up on us. Five hundred dollars on site. It's gonna happen. I'm excited about it, and I can't. I, I think I'm gonna start saying it louder and louder because I'm just so excited about it. I I like I'm thrilled to even be in a position to do it because we're blessed to be a blessing. And then um, what I what I would ask all the other dwellers to do on your own is if you find somebody else wearing some basement merch, be a blessing to them. Six filet sandwich on site. <laughs> Starbucks coffee on site. Stick a double mint gum on site. I don't know. I don't know where your financial level is, fam. I don't know. I don't know exactly. <laughs> How many sticks of gums are they getting? That sounded like a whole pack. That sounded like a double pack from Costco. That's how many times Hector hit that thing. Um, yo, I, listen, I don't know. It's a di- first of all, this is a different vibe uh, going live at noon, right? Like this is a completely different vibe. So I'm enjoying this, but 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 I I really do feel like um we're blessed to be a blessing, and um. Man, we're we're out here in these streets. This is what we do for a living, fam. And uh, you all have been a blessing to us. We want to be a blessing back. And so, uh, this be blessed start. This be blessed campaign starts right now. Like the moment I said it, it starts. And like I said, I just want everybody to have the particulars. Again, it, we can only do this once a week. We are not Mr. Beast out here. All right, I'm not sitting on. 10 milli going. I'm gonna give somebody a private jet today for no reason. I don't think that's how Mr. Beast talks, but um, that's <laughs> that's how I feel like somebody with 10 million talks. Anyway, um, but we do I, we, we can give five hundred dollars a week. Easy too. like that's it ain't gonna be hard at all. Like we're not you're not going to run up on us and we're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's the third week. Fifteen hundred dollars in. We have to stop the campaign. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. All year, $500 on site. Oh, my God. Even to say that. Now, all year? All year? How many? What? What are we doing? And that's just, just, listen, people might start stalking. Now, I have a thing about significance. And so I have a question about this. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. How did you get to 500? Is there a significant reason for 500? Like, what was your brain thinking? Like, my brain was thinking I, it needs to be a blessing. Yeah. And I'm not saying 100 bucks ain't a blessing. I'm not saying 250 ain't a blessing. But $500 is a blessing, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That's like somebody's car note. Yep. That could be, that could be half of somebody's rent. That could be a third of somebody's rent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just, I wanted it to be significant. I'm big on significance as well. I wanted it to feel significant. You know what I mean? I didn't want it to be like, we got $50 gift cards that we're going to be giving. Bruh, $50 gift cards are dope. Let, let yeah. Money is money, fam. First of all, I'll take 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Right? I'll take 50 bucks right now, right? Um, but man, $500 just felt like, that felt like the move. That literally felt like the move. And so, um, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So, so are we clear on the parameters? 
right? Once a, now, this is if we see somebody once a week, right? We might not. You know what I'm saying? But but it's not going to turn into a lottery where it's like if we don't see anybody this week, now it's a thousand dollars the next week. <laughs> I don't want anybody to think that we're playing like mega. You know, Powerball with the basement blessings. Like, hey, it's been four weeks. I think you owe me $2,500, Tim. And on that point, this isn't a thing to get rid of our taxes. No, this it's isn't not. a scam on any form to say like, oh, we have a quota that we have to get rid of this year. So this is the way that we're doing it. No way. It's genuinely from your heart. No, bro. dude. I'm just $500 on the site. Wind up paying taxes on it. I don't know, but, but somebody getting five hundred bucks. I don't. I don't know what the government gonna do. But we we out here. Thank you for what you did, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, we, we'll take it from here, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do we'll do whatever we can. Um, but no, that's what's about to happen. So, um, let me give you all the first opportunity uh, that you have, and this is gonna sound really crazy and random, and it's, it's probably gonna piss some people off. Um, like what? Like I, what? But. Here it is. Y'all ready? Here we go. Here we go. We are going to be in Utah for basically 30 hours. <laughs> this is like the craziest thing. <laughs> We're going to be in Utah for 30 hours. Uh, the time frame is between Tuesday and Thursday. And so, um, and then and then it's only fair to tell you like you know, where we'll be. We'll be in Salt Lake City um, for a little bit. And he's going to tell you how long. And we're going to be in Sundance because um, uh, uh, we're going to be a part of the Sundance Film Festival. Not like a part of it. We're, we're attending. Let's just say we're attending. There's a documentary. Sir, you have a full-blown executive credit, so... I do, I do, I do. You're not just attending. That's very true. That's I I am an executive producer on a documentary that came out called uh, Tactical Empathy. And um, uh, we were invited to uh, the screening at Sundance, and so how could we pass that up? 26 degrees? How could I pass that up? I own Ugg boots. (laughs) I'm going. So um, we're going to... we're, We're going to be in Utah... We're gonna we're gonna uh pull up uh into Salt Lake City and then um we'll go to Sundance, uh like literal Sundance. We'll be like on all the property Robert Redford owns. And then we'll go to the screening, then we'll come back. So I don't even know if we have dwellers in Utah. I'm not sure we've broken the Utah market. Uh I'm not sure if we've pressed through on that. Currently, right now, there is in the chat. There has not been one person that says, I'm from Utah. <laughs> Instead, people have been like, come to New York. <laughs> we, got one, we got one in Utah. We got one, one in Utah. Utah. We got one in Utah. Okay. So, so, um, but do they, but do they own any merch though? That's the thing. You can't just write B on it. You can't just write B on your shirt and be like, I think I'm a basement dweller. <laughs> so that's not going to work. So, um, so we're going to be in Utah. Now, I do have to say this to be fair. If we're if we're going through the airport in DFW, mm-hmm. or right when we land in Salt Lake City, we do have to say that that counts, right? We can't just say it's just Salt Lake City. So the B plus campaign starts now. So if we, that's true. If we, 
if some, I guess I should say, if you're the, if you're first in in Utah to see us, duly noted. But if we see y'all tomorrow when we sliding through the airport, maybe you got a f- plane to catch. Maybe you just bought a ticket because you need five hundred dollars. I don't even think that's wise because that's random. But um, uh, this is what we want to do. We just want to be a blessing, man. I need to say this off the bat. Like, this is this is what we're going to do. We're going to be a blessing to people. And so, be blessed. $500 on site. Go down. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. And the more I say that, the hungry I get for some reason. Oh, I need eggs. Um, But I, I worked out this morning, too. Shout out to Natalie. Uh, my coach right now, She's she's hurt me. And she's a blessing. All right. So, um, guys, I wanted to get into something today. Um, this was just on my heart this morning. Um, I wanted to talk to men. I wanted to talk to men today. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not going to talk to ladies. Um, but when I woke up this morning, men were on my heart. And um, particularly um, just surrounding, like, what it means to be a man of character, a man of integrity. Um, As men right now, we have to navigate a lot of toxicity in culture. A lot of it. I was with my... um, um, a few of my nephews and nieces and cousins over the weekend. They they um, they live in a different state, and um, we were talking about. Uh, my son was was talking about his favorite order from Muya Muya Burger. It, you might not have a Muya Burger where you live, but. Fry slap fam. Just want everybody to know. Them russet potatoes are built different. And they put salt on them fries. Right? They're like, control your own high blood pressure. We putting salt on these fries, fam. Shout out to Mooyah Burger. All right, so we we um so so my son is my son is telling them like yo, I get a I get a uh a, a beef burger, double patty, lettuce wrapped, and I get a hot dog with all this stuff on it. And like his cousins were like, you eat glizzies? And I'm like, what? And he's like, what? Cause he's homeschooled. So we don't know what the heck's going on right now. And we get, we get, we get baptized in this information around glizzies. Check this out. Okay. So, there's a there, there there's like a bunch of a bunch of teenagers and do you know about glizzies? No, I don't know. Okay. So there's like a bunch of teenagers and 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 these kids in these their early 20s um uh and if they're immature they're probably in their 30s as well, probably 40, I don't know. But bro, if you eat a hot dog or a banana like you it's like linked to oral sex and they think you're gay and dude i have never 
So they're telling me like, bro, you can't, that you'll get clowned, you'll get bullied, you could get beat up for eating a hot dog. Like if you eat a hot dog, you got to break it in half. Like, like there's no way you could bite a, if you peel a banana, you can't just bite the tip of it. Like you got to break it off and put it in your mouth and like, don't make eye contact with nobody. I'm sitting here like, I'm getting put on game. I'm like, this is a thing? Like this is a real thing? They're like, fam, this is dead serious. Like it's real out here in these streets. I'm like, bruh. Are you kidding me? They're like, bro, like, you will literally get bullied. You will get teased. You could get beat up. They will clown you if they see you eating a hot dog. They will clown you. Like, there's no way you can put a popsicle in your mouth. And so I'm a literalist. Y'all know I'm a literalist. So I was like, okay, make this make sense to me. Eating a hot dog is gay. right? If this is not toxic, nothing is. Okay, because I was like, can a girl eat a hot dog? Oh, of course, a girl can eat a hot dog. So a guy can't eat a hot dog. Be, be, this is toxic, right? So in my mind, I'm going, okay, make this make sense to me then. All right, all right so, so you're, you're making eating a hot dog synonymous with oral sex. You bite a hot dog. <laughs> yep. I'm going to just let that marinate yep. real quick. Yep. You bite a banana. Whose oral sex is this, fam? It won't last long. Somebody's going to prison. This is somebody's going to prison. <laughs> okay. So, so the toxicity is so I'm thinking about now. I'm look, I looked over at my son once they put us up on game, and I'm like, this just ensured you're never going to public school. I'm not shielding my son from the world. We're having a conversation about glizzies. Yeah. I'm clearly not shielding him from the world. Yeah. And I don't want my son thinking about eating a hot dog and oral sex at 14. Right. What the hell are we telling kids? Right. This is stupidity. Personified. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about how toxic it is for even teenage boys to have to navigate life. You can't eat a hot dog. You can't eat a banana and get potassium <laughs> without somebody questioning your sexuality. If you don't slice the banana up and then eat it, because if you don't, oh my God, and what if you just peel it back and eat it, who are you? I'm a freaking 15 year old boy trying to eat a banana? And that's going to be sexual? Bro, do you know how toxic that is? So so um, to show me more proof, they started pulling up some stuff on social media. There is a kid with a hot link on a bunt. It's like a seven-year-old kid, six or seven-year-old kid. He is getting destroyed by his family. By his family? By his family. Like, oh, my God, what are you doing with that? What are you doing? What are you going to do, boy, with this? That's child abuse. I'm sorry. You can think I'm extreme if, I'm, if you want to. The views that I share do not have to be adhered to by you. It is, it is 
it is 12 something in the afternoon. I am in a different space. There's a whole different vibe. Daytime podcasting Timmy is different from nighttime <laughs> podcasting yeah, Timmy. Okay. So do y'all feel that? Like it's a different energy. It's a whole different vibe right now. Bro, that's child abuse. I'm sorry. So now this six or seven year old boy who's just warmed himself up a hot link, put it in between the buns so he could eat it, has now just had his innocence taken from him. Not physically, mentally. You now have a seven-year-old thinking about his penis and other penises in a completely different way. The toxicity is starting at unbelievably young ages. And that's grievous to me. Like, I was heartbroken after that conversation. That this is what teenagers have to deal with. This is what teenage boys have to deal with right now. As if hormones ain't enough and erections, unsolicited, unguided erections ain't enough. You, You know what I mean? And your voice cracking and changing and now you can't eat certain foods or your, or your manhood is questioned. This is the dang, man. I, what are we setting what are we setting the next generation up for, fam? It's craziness to me. So parents you need to talk to your you need to talk to your kids. And don't just talk to them about youth group. Please. Like, have real conversations with them. I, well, I'm a single parent, and it's awkward. I'm a, I'm a single mother trying to raise boys. Listen, you had some peen. That's how you got them boys. Talk to them about some peen. They need to know. They need to know as much as you can. And where you, where you can't, where you can't go, find somebody. Get the community involved. We, we got to help these young men because this is serious stuff, man. This is a burden that's on my heart today. This is serious stuff. We can't have a whole generation growing up with this level of perversion. You can't you can't tiptoe around what other people are going to go full sin on. Uh, listen, listen, man. Right now, hot dog day is a whole sexual innuendo at school. You've been you. I just put you up on game, parents. That way, you know. Ask your kids if they go, go up to your kids and ask them, do you know what a glizzy is? See what happens. Mm. Check their reaction because, you know, their, their mouth to say something, but check that body language too. Say, hey, Sarah, do you know what a glizzy is? She's going to be like, huh? Mom? You better get put up on game. You better Google some of this stuff. Yeah, Tim. Yep. Um, uh, second mile mentality asked off of going to conversation we're going. What would be a good reaction? Uh, what would a good reaction be to combat the negative mentality that the world has instilled in the minds of our kids that have been traumatized by an experience like this? Yeah, a good reaction. Well, you know, I, I can only go off of what I'm doing with my kids right now, right? So we have this conversation um, with my uh, family members, but my my kids are there too, and what I love is like seeing um, the confidence that's built up in my kids 
knowing that I have their back. You know what I mean? Like, bro, we not we not doing that. And my son's like, dude, I'm eating a hot dog. Like, I'm sorry. I'm homeschooled. I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? But if he went to a public school, I need that boy to be able to stand up for himself and not succumb to this toxic masculinity. And you're already, you're going to bombard a young impressionable brain with their sexual orientation because they're eating a hot dog? A freaking hot dog, fam. What are we talking about? But remember, this is the same culture that's pulling cucumber prank pics. Right? Dude's putting a cucumber down their pants and just walking up to girls and being like, hey. And waiting for them to notice and then trying to get reactions. This is how perverted our culture is. So we're, we're, we're. We are we are magnifying and um, uh, caricaturizing penises and vaginas to the point that um, they're objectified in ways that are almost beyond comprehension. I could have I, I know every generation has new stuff to deal with. I could never have imagined, man. That I would, I would, I can I couldn't imagine being 15 years old trying to eat a hot dog and then be bullied for it. And then have your sexual orientation, your sexual orientation questioned because of it. Make that, just let that marinate. Make that make sense. I cannot imagine eating a popsicle. And while I'm eating the popsicle, somebody's like, oh my God. This is we we we, we got to stop. We we got to stop. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Youth pastors should know this too. Mm-hmm. Better talk to these kids about glizzies. <laughs> okay, tell them about Daniel in the lion's den, and you better tell them about these glizzies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prepare these people for culture, man. I'm glad you got your numbers up. I'm glad you feeding them pizza. I'm glad they know. Matthew, you know, 28. That's great. You gonna you gonna tell them to clap back at these glizzies? <laughs> we got a lot of people in the chat who are like they're hearing this for the first time. Yeah. And so how can we talk about the dynamic of how can we be more connected to what's going on? And because I feel like people will shy away from it because they're like, oh, we don't want to be of the world, right? Like that's the that's the cop out. Mm, um, I'm about to fix that right now. <laughs> love it. Keep talking. And so, how how can parents choose that vulnerability to talk with their kids and give them the safe space to open up and say, like, yeah, we're dealing with this in school, and like, you'll get completely pushed into a locker for this, and you'll get bullied for this, um, yeah. and and it not be a awkward conversation. Yeah. So, um, uh, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. In and not of. Didn't say out and not of. It didn't say like on the fringes and not of. We are actually in the world. For God so loved the world, he actually put his son in it. (laughs) So you can't be in the world and have blinders on. So how do you get put up on game? Get curious. 
They said, Glizzy, I got curious. What's that? Go on. Tell me more. I'm 47. I know that there's a huge disconnect. Once I get put up on game, it's duly noted. I know this is out here in culture. Now I know how to combat this for my kids. Now I know how to deal with it myself. Now I know how to help others. So it has to be, there has to be a cross-pollinization of information. You got to know what's going on. If you don't know, then why are you doing this? Now, uh, one of my favorite go-tos is Daniel chapter number one. Because in Daniel chapter number one, uh, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, I do not call them by their slave names. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah um, are taken into Babylonian captivity by King Nebuchadnezzar. And uh, these guys are like straight-A students. So they get enrolled into uh, BU, not Boston University, Babylon University. Go with me on the analogies, okay? I'm trying to keep this uh, present day without bastardizing scripture at the same time. Um, <laughs> follow, me, won't, follow me, won't you? And so Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah uh, uh, get into the king's court, and um, uh, they're not going to eat the king's food. That's a whole other thing. You, you shouldn't be feeding off the same thing the world is feeding off of. So you can be in the world, but you don't have to consume the stuff of the world. Okay. Um, they don't eat the king's food, but they do wind up with uh, Babylonian uh, degrees, uh, uh, master's degrees at, at minimum, if not doctorates in uh, uh, Babylonian culture. Here's what it says. It says, uh, God gave, this is First uh, Daniel, First uh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel chapter number one, verse number 17. God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. Not godly literature. Secular. Babylonian, more specifically. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meaning of, the meanings of visions and dreams. When the training period ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, the four Hebrew boys, okay? So they entered the royal service. Whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them 10 times more capable than any of the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. These four boys literally inhaled Babylonian culture, but they exhaled a fidelity to God. So you can know all the Kendrick Lamar lyrics and still love Jesus. <laughs> you can know what a glizzy means and still love Jesus. You can know what the top 10 um, uh, uh, porn searches are without actually looking at the top 10 porn searches. How about that? How about we know and not be ignorant of Satan's devices? How about we get a detailed intel report on what he's trying to pollute the next generation with? That way we actually talk with some informed knowledge as opposed to just duck your head down and pray. Keep looking at the sky. Hopefully he comes back before we have to talk about glizzies. <laughs> it might be in your best interest to know that uh, the top one of the top 10 porn searches is basically incest. 
role playing with parents. My stepmom is hot. My dad is hot. My sister is hot. My half sister is hot. All stuff that's listed in Leviticus chapter number 18. There's nothing new under the sun. It just might be in your best interest to know that. How do I know that? Because you can Google, Google that information and find out without actually looking at it. I'm in the world, fam. Just not of it. <laughs> so now I can have a conversation about glizzies because I actually know what they are. As opposed to be going, you're talking about glizzies. I only know about the gospel. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, his anointing is great. You got kids who can't eat hot dogs without somebody thinking they're talking about oral sex. It's a shame, dog. That's not just a shame because I'm a believer. That's a freaking shame as a man raising sons. It's disappointing. It pisses me off. And I hate that that's where the, where the culture is right now. That pisses me off. I want to go slap the whole school board. <laughs> Just need to let that out real quick. So there's a lot of toxic masculinity going on. And, um... We need to have anchors. No wonder these young men don't stand a chance against porn. No wonder they're having sex as teenagers, some of them preteens. I'm trying to get the voice out of my head that you think I'm gay. So I got to have sex with a girl and I got to do that now. I'm trying to put y'all up on game. There's little girls out here calling their friends over that are boys and having oral sex with that kid so they can send it to another kid that they really want to have sex with. I'm putting you up on game. Sarah wants to have sex with Troy, but Troy's not paying her any attention, so she calls her friend Chris over that she's been friends with since she was, like, in the third grade. And so she performs oral sex on... Uh, her friend that lives next door and videos it and then sends it to Troy because that's who she really wants to have sex with. I'm putting you up on game. Ask me how I know. I'm in the world. <laughs> I'm in the world. I'm just not of it. I ain't doing none of that. But I know who is because I'm in the world. Okay. All right. So how are we going to combat that? Right. That's the, that's the million dollar question. If it's like this right now. Right. So many, so many parents are trying to get their, you know, they got all the filters on and like, we don't want our kids watching porn. Well, you better check to see, make sure they're not making it. Trying to put you up on game. I want nobody watching porn. Well, they're making it. Dick pics are a thing. I know that's kind of crass, but that's a thing. Pastors have done it. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Some of these pastors got peen picks out here. Let's go. We got all kind of breast picks and vagina picks and it's going around the youth group. Let's go. You trying to stop a website. You better stop Toby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you trying to stop a website. You better stop Christina. Christina's off the chain. Okay. All right. So, um, ooh, this is a good one. I did not know we was going to be going here. <laughs> I was like, $500 on site. <laughs> now we're like, glizzies are real. <laughs> so, um, listen. Oh, dude, listen. I, I'm about to become an op to teenagers. Some parents about to expose their kids this week, and they're going to be like, we hate the basement. Turn it off. All the trade secrets are out. <laughs> and I know there's a lot more I don't know than what I do, but I'm telling you, if I find out, I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm trying to save somebody's life. I'm trying to keep somebody from getting a sexually transmitted disease. I'm trying to keep somebody from winding up with herpes before their 18th birthday. Wow. <laughs> trying to help somebody not have gonorrhea. While they're playing volleyball. I'm trying to help. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. I'm so glad I'm not a pastor no more. <laughs> I'm dead serious because I can't I can't say this on Sunday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because I couldn't say it on Sunday morning. It's not the place. Mm-hmm. But this basement though? Oh, this basement is the place. Oh, trust and believe this basement is the place. This is the place where I will expose everything. Everything will be exposed here. At 12.46 in the afternoon. At 12.46 in the afternoon, I will expose all things that are not right. And help as many people as I can. If you have a problem with dick pic on the basement, unsubscribe now. This is not your, this is not your podcast. This is not your podcast. I'm trying to put people up on game. I can't say this on Sunday, but I'm going to say it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you ever want me to preach at your church in the future, you never have to be nervous about me saying anything I'm saying on this podcast in this pulpit. I know how to behave where I am. This place right here, this is where we get down to business. (laughs) Well, he ain't talking to me. I'm talking to your son. He ain't talking to my son. I'm talking to your grandson. All right, so this is Psalm Psalm 101. This was on my heart heavy, man, for men. This is for women, too. But I have a strong, listen, let me tell you something. Do you know what happens when a man gets right? Do you know what happens when a man gets right? When, when, a, when a man gets anchored. And becomes disciplined, is in control of self, is in control of his sexual desires. You know what happens? Women's bodies are protected. You know what happens? Children are safe. 
You know what happens? The morale of the family increases. You know what happened? Wives feel loved. So I'm talking to men. Not at the expense of women. I'll holler at y'all later. I'm talking to some men right now. Psalm 101 needs to be your go-to chapter. This is the quintessential chapter on what it means to live a life of character and integrity. It's written by David. I have it memorized, but I'm going to read it because the reading of God's word will bring light in. So, Here's what it says. Starting at the first verse, I'm reading in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Whatever y'all rock with, ESV, Passion Translation, the message, whatever floats your boat. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. Verse number two, we already about to die. I mean, we don't even get, this is the third line. Shots are fired. I will be careful to live a blameless life. You know how much work that is? (laughs) I will be careful to live a blameless life. Now, my disclaimer before I even start reading this is is the, the, the fulfillment of this chapter is in Jesus Christ. Right? I'm not saying we're gonna get through life blameless. But man, how 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 much blame do you mitigate when you are at least trying? Mm -hmm. I'll be be careful to live a blameless life. When will you come to help me? Next line. I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. Let that marinate. I will live a life of integrity in my own home. So not publicly for the masses i'm gonna keep my reputation like this but i have certain ways i will live a life of integrity in my own home this is talking about your private life who are you when no one else is around i'm 47 and a half years old i just made 27 years as a believer in jesus christ okay 25 years getting uh counseling and therapy Here's what I know. There was a time in my life that I did not live with integrity in my own home. There was a time in my life that home alone for me was not Macaulay Culkin and setting up booby traps for intruders. Home alone for me, before I got the 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 revelation of this verse and, and really just so much out of my um, neural network that was um, uh, traumatized. Home Alone for me could could mean a three-hour porn, a porn binge. Porn and masturbation. I was far from living a life of integrity in my own home. It would usually be, it could be one to three hours, porn binge. Um, then I play Madden after, and that's just another distraction. Um, 
when I first gave my life to Jesus, uh, I I was I still had slips up um, and sex outside of marriage. Um, yeah, massage parlors. I did not have a life of integrity. So when you go from that life to I can be home alone, my wife and kids can be in a different state. I can be 8,800 miles away on another side of the planet. And I'm going to have my devotion time and put on praise and worship music and go work out and watch something wholesome or interesting or read a book. And that's a different life. That's when you're leading a life of integrity in your own home. Who I am alone is who I am. I'm going to let that marinate. Who you are alone is who you are. That's who you are. Not what other people tell you, not what other people say about you. Who you are alone is who you are. Who are you? And who do you want to be? If if I'm asking myself this question 27 years ago, I am not the guy that is sitting here before you right now. So I'm telling you about process and I'm telling you about journey and I'm telling you about dying to self and I'm telling you about discipline. But I'm telling you, it took work. This was not a snap. And 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 I I, I just I I'm gonna tell them myself because, you know, we, we got people out here exposing other people, but they won't tell them themselves. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all quick to talk about everybody else. You, <laughs> but you only giving us the, the last seven years of your life. I love this unabridged I love this abridged version of your testimony that you have for public consumption. I'm putting y'all up on game. Okay, Tim, on behalf of the dwellers, I just have to say thank you for being who you are, man. Because we me and Sam and anyone who has traveled with you has been able to just see upfront and personal how you rock mm-hmm. when you're traveling and working. Mm-hmm. And it can be dangerous. The places we've traveled. Yeah. Vegas, Cali, so many options and avenues for sin. Oh, absolutely. And you have just led by example of living a pure lifestyle. And just the practical things, maybe the dwellers will like this, something that I've done with you guys. If I even feel an ounce of temptation, I text our group chat immediately. Immediately, absolutely. That's that's the place to do it. And it works. Absolutely it works. It literally 100% of the time. So I just want to say... Dwellers, all of us want to tell you, thank you, man, for leading this. Because this is the answer to the whole, well, what do we do about toxic masculinity? This is a place for people to start. And this is like a template example. For sure. So thank you. No, absolutely, man. And scripture is our template, fam. You know what I mean? I didn't make this up. Like, I didn't come up with the blueprint. He did. But if we follow it, that's where my confidence comes from. I think we talked about this in a different pot. My confidence is not in my flesh. My confidence is in my routine. I can guarantee you I'm not going to cheat on Juliet as long as I stick to my routine. <laughs> I can guarantee you I'm not going to disappoint my sons as long as I stick to my routine. Right? 
In the same way, you can guarantee you'll keep a six-pack as long as you keep doing sit-ups. What you ain't going to do is guarantee it if you stop and go to Dairy Queen. So this is not rocket science, okay? Let me continue. I'm going to slow marinate this. I don't care if it takes me three hours to get through these eight verses. We, we started at noon. We can, go to, we can go to six, okay? We got new cameras. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. All right, all right. It makes no sense. All right. All right, so I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. Verse number three. Dude, this is dude. If this ain't game, fam, nothing is. If this, if this chapter is not game, nothing is. I re, I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. Let it marinate. I refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I refuse. I was coming home from uh. Come home from somewhere. We've traveled so much. I don't know where. Uh, I think I think it was when I was with you, Hector. I think we were coming home from Atlanta. So I decided to watch Trading Places. And Trading Places, Dan Aykroyd and, and uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, but as soon as I turn the movie on, my brain goes, Jamie Lee Curtis's breast. Our end of the show. Like, my flesh woke up, oh, we about to see some breasts. Now, Jamie Lee Curtis's breasts blessed me when I was a kid, okay? I'm just being honest, okay? Jamie Lee Curtis is a beautiful woman. She a beautiful woman right now. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is beautiful. Uh, uh, but when she came into um, the business and, you know, she had a not full nude scene, but she was topless in in a in an area. I know exactly where that scene is in the in the movie. I'm on a plane watching it in first class. Who's gonna say something? I could easily write that off and say, "Man, eh, I'm not gonna even look at." I, I, I've seen it before, and, it, and it's not a temptation. '80s breasts are not a temptation, right? I could say that. But why would I wake up something I've starved for this long? So I knew exactly when that scene was coming up. And as soon as soon as that scene started, I just went just like this. And I knew exactly when the scene was over. And then I looked back up. I refused to look at anything vile and vulgar. Now let's 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 be honest. Our breasts vulgar. No, they're not. This is the both and this is the tension we have to deal with. Because we we have because what toxic Christianity does is make sex and sexuality uh sound like the worst sin of all time. Women's be- women's bodies are beautiful. Men's bodies are beautiful. In context. <laughs> when is it to be celebrated? In marriage. When is it to be uh, just admired? Out in the field, right? You can admire somebody's beauty without lusting after it, right? Lust is a sin, not admiration, not attraction. That's not a sin. But I didn't want to see those breasts again. I refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. Are breasts vile and vulgar? No. It's Jamie Lee Curtis vile and vulgar. No. Could that lead to me looking at something vile and vulgar? Yes. And so I don't want the porn starter kit. I'm not doing the soft porn starter kit. Some of y'all need to, some of y'all need to uh up your not interested game on Instagram. Too 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 much booty cheeks in your explore page. 
Cause you, cause you, the algorithm knows what you've been looking at, fam. Stop playing. Time to play whack a mole with that explore page until you just get like mine. It's just basketball and butterflies. <laughs> Another thing to put someone up on game, especially for dudes, because TikTok knows when. Uh, like obviously, if you put a, you're a male account. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've started multiple TikTok accounts for other types of content creation. Mm-hmm. And it will start me a fresh new feed, and it's all half-naked girls. Mm. So, obviously, I have to, Rachel, call yeah. my flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not really, yeah, call the flag before yeah, yeah. it became yeah. something bad. That's exactly right. And I have to go start following all content and liking things to get rid of that feed. That's right. So, sometimes the enemy is blatantly against you. Oh, oh, absolutely. Like it's just in, in society. Absolutely. Coming right after you. Absolutely. And, and this is the thing. Again, we're in the world or not of it. I'm not going to tell nobody to run from social media, but I will tell you how to navigate it. Now, I'm on a social media fast right now because our church is on a, uh, our pastor, uh, Tim Rivers, called a fast for 21 days. And so I decided to do social media. I ain't missed it at all. Juliana is a G. I love you, Juli. Juliana is a G. Juliana, I, I want to make sure that we're um, uh, because there's there could be some people um, in here that think that this is like really lopsided. Does anything that I'm uh, communicating right now make you feel uncomfortable? Not Real talk. Not at all. Okay. I'm tracking. I'm like, come on, preach. Keep Thank going. You. All right. I just want to, you know, because some people are so kind of like, oh my god, this is disrespectful to women, or why would you talk like this in the presence of a woman? If first of all, that's my sister. If we can't talk about this and have healthy male-female relationships, this is nothing that's toxic in Christianity, right? It's the segregation of men and women. That's why they keep cheating on each other with each other. That's what happens when you unduly try to separate people. They either turn on themselves or they, they turn on each other. Ask the Catholic priest. Back to the Bible. I refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. If I find out you're you're crooked, and and I love the word that NLT decided to render there. I hate all who deal crookedly. If you don't walk straight, I'm not fooling with you. If you cannot walk in a straight line, you're inebriated. And I don't mean that. I don't mean that like alcoholic, right? Like like like. I mean that you might be inebriated with culture. Culture will make you walk crooked. Culture will make you be crooked. It will make you think crooked. Right? Anybody that can't eat a hot dog without thinking about oral sex, you're dealing crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I don't even fool with people like that. I don't mess with a lot of people, man. <laughs> oh, let's 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 let it marinate. You're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be a man of character and a character and integrity. You that means you ain't gonna be fooling with a lot of people. Because if they don't pass this checklist, this is this is your guide. This is the guide for yourself and others. This is what I love about the, the, the chapter. It's an all-inclusive chapter. It, it will make you uh, uh, run down the check marks you need on you and on others. Here's the way I need to deal with myself, and here's the way I need to deal with others. So, so I hate all who deal crookedly. If I find out you're a crooked man, I'm not fooling with you. I may not able to... I I I may not able I may not be able to rid you from my life completely, 
but I ain't got to fool with you. I might have to see you at a, the same event. I might have to see you at the same conference. <laughs> I might have to see you in the same green room. Mm. I don't fool with you. I bet you ain't in my phone, though. I will be pleasant to you. <laughs> but I ain't got to fool with you. I ain't got to fool with these people. Verse number four, I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. This is back on me. I have to reject the ideas in my head. That's what Hector was talking about just now. A perverse idea comes up in my head. I got to be like, nah, fam, that, that ain't the move right there. That ain't the move right there. And I'm telling you, I have what I have, what, what I call uh, invading thoughts. Ooh, ooh. I call them invading thoughts because I don't wake up in the morning going, I can't wait to have a perverse thought. Right? But, man, my brain was in sewage for a long time. I got exposed to pornography when I was 12, man. I got, I got sexualized when I was 8. I, I got some, I got some really... Some perverse ideas crossed my mind. I got to reject them. Them coming to my mind at the issue. My acceptance or rejection is the issue. Right? So, so let, me, let me jump to um, a life hack for you guys um, to have. This is uh, 1 Corinthians 10. And I know this is by heart as well, but I'm, I'm just reading the Bible today. One of my favorite phrases about what you just said, though, is uh, you can't prevent a bird from flying over your head, but you can prevent it from making a nest in your hair. That part. Right. I remember talking to my homie, Mida Gomez, under a tree and a bird pooped on my sweater. I moved. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. You ain't going to do it twice. <laughs> Stupid bird. You ain't going to get me twice. I'm out. Yeah. So this is, this is 1 Corinthians chapter number 10, verse number 13. Uh, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. There's a period behind that. So let's let that marinate real quick. You're tempted, whoop-de-doo. Everybody else is too. <laughs> I'm the only one being tempted to do this. You're not. Shut up. Stop. You're not that special. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. There's a period behind that too. So two things can be true. You can be tempted and God can still be faithful. He would not allow you to be tempted. He would not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. There's literally no temptation that is that you've ever faced that's beyond your ability to stand up against. Let that marinate. But that girl, oh my gosh, she was just so fine, dog. I mean, I had no, you didn't. You did not. According to scripture, you did not. Oh, my God, but that booty. Up. No, you didn't. You didn't have to. You wanted to. Take the L. Admit what you did. I chose not to restrain myself, my urges, my desires, my will, my way. Scripture has already said it is not beyond your ability to stand up against. So we have to take accountability as men that when we fall, it's because we chose not to take the way of escape. I'm ahead of myself a little bit, but you'll get that in a minute. Uh, when you are tempted, 
He will show you a way out so that you can endure. There is no temptation that you're ever going to go through that when it raises up, God won't give you an exit strategy. Hector just talked to us about his. His exit strategy was hit that group text. As soon as something came to his mind, hit the group text. He's choosing the way of escape. Guess what? We dodge a bullet. Too easy, right? But when we clown ourselves into thinking, I can, I'm not going to, they're probably asleep. I don't want to, I got it. Next thing you know, I had a situation one time. Can I say this? Yeah, I can say this. Yeah, I can say this. I had a situation one time when I was traveling. I had somebody with me. And um, this individual invited a young lady to his room on my preaching engagement. And the pastor's wife two days later, told me while we were eating. Your assistant invited my admin to his room. I cannot tell you how pissed I was. And we were in a different country. This dude almost closed an entire country to me because he could not admit that he didn't choose the way of escape. And I told him, when we get back from this engagement, you will never travel with me as long as you live in your life. I hate all who deal crookedly. Now, you might say, oh, what if he repented and he never did it again? That wasn't the case. That's as far as I'll go on that. <laughs> I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. Yo, I just stay away from evil. Just stay away from evil. Is smoking weed evil? No, smoking weed is not evil. I don't want to be around, though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is a dice game evil? A dice game is not evil. I don't want to be around. Like, nah. Nah, people that smoke weed and roll dice usually, usually have some guns with them and then usually have attitudes and usually have short fuses and usually... Some evil could pop up, so uh, I think I'm going to stay home. I think I'm going to stay home. I don't want to keep it real that bad. I don't I don't want to I don't want to show my homies how true I am to the streets. That but no, I think I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. Oh, you a punk? I think I'm going to be a punk. <laughs> I think I'm going to be a punk cuz you're it's your opinion and you're entitled to your opinion. I have a different opinion of myself. I don't think I'm a punk, but you can. I think we can all live. Um 
Verse number five, I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. So I don't fool with people that slander. And conceit and pride make me nauseous. It makes me very, very nauseous. I'm attracted to confidence. But conceit and pride makes me incredibly nauseous. Like chunky vomit nauseous. Oh, it's disgusting. Bro, this chapter is a cheat code. That's why I'm going slow. All right, this one, this part of it, this part of it gets real. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. I I seek out people like-minded on the same thinking wavelength as me. You want to be a man of integrity and character, like for yourself, you're going to have to hang out with men of character and integrity, which means you're going to have to start vetting who's in your circle. Your boys from college don't automatically get in because y'all went to college together. Oh, I'm about to piss somebody off. Your boys from your fraternity don't automatically make it in just because y'all pledged at the same time. Y'all was on the same line. Oh, I've known homie since ninth grade, man. Nah, that's my boy. I'm no, nah, I'm down with him. It don't matter. No, 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 no. I will search for faithful men to be my companions. Only those that are above reproach would be. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to read it. I tell you, I got it memorized. My bad. Uh, I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach would be allowed to serve me. I only hang out with men that are that are above reproach. I'll talk to any man. I'll talk to men fifty thousand leagues below reproach. I'll talk to them. They won't keep me company. I search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those that are above reproach would be allowed to serve me. This is a king's coronation. This is why I said serve me. But but to just live life with me. I want to live life with men who are above reproach. I don't want to live life with men that are involved in scandal. They got a dark cloud over their head. Because then what does that say about me? I'm going to say some more stuff. I have turned down preaching engagements based on who's on the lineup. I have a unique perspective, man. I was in ministry 26 years. And I am still am in ministry. I still preach places. But I'm talking about exclusively. This was all I did for 26 years. I have turned down preaching engagements based on who was on the lineup. Because I did not want to be implicated with such individuals. The people that were coming to the conference or the weekend or the whatever, they didn't know what was going. They don't know anything. I'm not about to blast anybody and put their stuff out in the streets. I would never cause division or sow discord among my brethren. But I can't help what I know. <laughs> and before you think I'm a hoe. I'm not coming. I don't need it that bad. I don't need the honorarium that bad. I don't need the check that bad. I don't need the platform that bad. I don't, no, no. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas over there. I'm not coming. 
There's no need for me to come. Three, three hoes there. And they can all preach. Ooh, them some preaching hoes too. Ooh, them hoes can preach. I'm not coming. Only those who are above reproach would be allowed to serve me. Not only those that have never made mistakes. That's not what it says. Because David would have to disqualify himself. I ain't got a problem with somebody making a mistake. I got, I got a problem with somebody being a mistake. <laughs> I don't have a problem with nobody's past. I do have a problem with somebody's present masquerading as a past. There's a difference between you fail and you're falling. Which one is it? Hey, I failed and I made a mistake. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Is that where you were or is that where you are? I got a question for you. Let me know because I don't want to be surprised. You know what I'm saying? I can't pull up nowhere and then be surprised when I find out you are currently doing something. Not you did it. You are it. All right, go ahead. Um, what would you say to the people who are speculating from the mm. outside mm. and say, you are rocking with someone mm. because I know their past mm. and it's only been a few months or a year. Yeah. And in their eyes, they're not through it. Yeah. Enough to say like, you can rock with that guy. Yeah. So um, I believe in restoration. I absolutely believe in restoration. And so um I think that's a uh, a really insightful question to ask because uh, when you're walking somebody through restoration, you're stepping into their life when it's still messy. That's why it's called restoration, right? You're stepping into life with them when it's still messy, not when it's all cleaned up, not when it's all made up. You're like you're stepping in and going, "Yes, this person fell in the mud. Yes, some of that mud was." mixed with feces and I love them. <laughs> I love them right now, but you shouldn't be hanging with them because they, they still smell like doo-doo. They smell like sugar, honey, iced tea. That's an acronym for poop. But I love them and I got Bible for it. So let me go to that. And Sammy, this is this is bringing some emotion out of you. So I want I'm curious as to why. Um, completely transparent and vulnerable here. Walking through this season that I'm walking through, mm -hmm. my fear is because of the things that I've done, and the people who know the story. Mm -hmm. We'll see these videos and we'll see these episodes mm -hmm. and say, man, Tim Ross is all about integrity, mm -hmm. but Sam Byers is not a man of integrity mm -hmm. because I know what he's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you, you weren't a man of integrity and you are now. And you fully disclosed everything to me when we got started on this journey, fully disclosed it. You left no stone unturned. 
for the people that you hurt, there's a consequence to those relationships. And when people are hurt, they have a choice on if they want to rock with you anymore or not. But when I met you, you came clean about where you were, who you were, where you wanted to go, and how you wanted to get there. And when a man gives me the gift of his vulnerability, honesty, openness, and transparency, I receive that man right where he is. So no, sir, I do not give a damn about anything that you've did. And I know that what you've done has hurt some people. And I can hold the tension of both of them. So anytime the enemy brings that into your head, or if they choose to remind you, I completely understand they have to be on their own journey to restoration on the other side of uh, the hurt that they experienced at your hands. But in the time that I've known you, I know, I've known you to be a man of honesty, openness, transparency, and a man that is walking towards integrity. And anybody that thinks I'm wrong for rocking with you can stop listening to me. We good? Galatians 6 1. Dear brothers and sisters, if Sam is overcome by some. Oh, that's not what it says. If, dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. I got Bible for this, Sammy. I don't have your back because I'm bucking the system and oh, screw with who you hurt. No, we already talked about it. And I told you the consequences of what would happen and the decisions that people can make. They've made their decisions. You've made yours. We move on. Share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Oh, this pot going to go dummy this week. I promise you. This pot going dummy this week. Well, whoever's in that live chat, they getting it. They getting it first. They getting this stuff fresh. Oh, we were supposed to do this on a Monday. Oh, this was supposed to be our Monday fam. This is, oh, mm, this is good. I will search for people. I will, blah, 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 blah. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach would be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house. That's a comma, but I, let me stop there. This is important. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house. There's a difference between deception and lying. Most people think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Lies are absent of truth. Deception has truth in it, but it's not the whole truth. This is why scripture says that um, 
uh, Eve was deceived by Satan, not lied to by Satan. Because what the serpent said to Eve was true and also not true. That's deception. Deception is when you have a lie with a truth mixed into it. He said, you won't surely die, which was true. Partaking of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil was not going to make them drop dead. But they did start dying. My phone has a 90% charge. I feel confident that I could do, a, I could watch a couple of movies on my phone. I could do a lot of stuff on my phone. But what I better be acknowledging is the fact that it's dying. At 90%, you, I'm good. I can make calls and do some FaceTimes. And, but please understand, this thing is dying. Right here, right now. Why? Because it's disconnected from its power source. That's what happened to Adam and Eve in the garden. They started dying. And that's where the, that's the deception that they bought into. You're not going to surely die, but you will start dying. That's exactly what they did. They started dying. And anytime you're disconnected from God, you're just dying. But I feel great. I had an acai bowl this morning. I'm recharged. <laughs> you're dying. <laughs> Moment you came out the womb, you were dying. That's a whole nother sermon. I would not allow to see. So, so I don't like messing with people that are that that like tell half truth. You can't clean with me, fam. You didn't come halfway clean. Just kind of tell them as much as I want to to get by. When you're caught, man, just be caught. Right? Just call your own foul. Just. Tell the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. So help you God. You know, what did you do? I did it all, fam. Ain't <laughs> 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 no what, what we lying about at this point. You know what I mean? I did it all, fam. Then I did this. Then I did that. Then I did that. Then I did that. Then it's like, okay. Oh, <laughs> we did not need to know. I did it all, man. Because if you're going to love me, you should just love me. Right? Why, why, why? I don't want you to love 75% of me. I'm not going to be deceptive. I'm going to tell you everything. Somebody probably ran off of here as soon as I said that I used to go to massage parlors. They were, oh, 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 I'm out. Used to, though. Not currently. I didn't pull a Ravi Zacharias on y'all. Last verse. Oh, uh, I didn't even get the, the second part out of it. Uh, okay, so I, I will not allow deceivers to, to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. Remember, de deception, deception and lies are two different things. So 
Deceivers, no, I don't want you here with your half truth. And liars, I, I'm not. I'm not dealing with liars. Can't tell me the truth, man. We. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Because you lie. <laughs> you be lying. I, I, I don't want to fool with nobody that's lying. Tell me the truth, even if it hurts. Tell me the truth, even if it disappoints. Tell me the truth, even if it breaks my heart. Just tell me the truth. I may not want to hear it, but don't lie to me. That's why I be bouncing stuff off of y'all. Hey, man, would, would it be corny if I did this? Tell me the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's how, that's how this whole podcast started. I said, did, did you think it would be corny if I started a podcast? <laughs> y'all was like, no, do it. But if I, but also I have said some things and y'all were like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> right? So, I mean, tr the truth just, the truth is so much better than a lie. Even in the moment where it feels like, oh my God, if I, if I say this, this is going to blow everything up. Here, here, I always tell people this in relationships. Um, you can't truly say you love somebody until you can risk offending them with the truth. Your breath does stink in the morning. I don't want. I, I don't like kissing you in the morning. You just your breath stinks in the morning. Please scrape your tongue. Please. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you came with this much hair. Could you at least trim your pits? Right, like just tell the truth. I don't want to hurt their. I don't want to hurt their. Feelings. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus came full of grace and truth. Did you hear it? Jesus came full of grace and truth, but he is the truth, right? What did he put in front of himself? Why? Because the truth without grace will, will break you. Uh, and grace without truth won't bless you. Too many people out here giving out grace to the point that it's just sloppy. You're just forgiven. 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 Oh, you did it again. You're just forgiven. I just don't love. No, no, no. It doesn't matter how many times. Just forget. No, no. You cannot keep doing this and call and you calling yourself my friend. Sorry, it's not happening. I can deal with you on a journey, but food, this is now a lifestyle. Stop. Mm -hmm. Don't come over here no more. You ain't even trying. I fell again. It's been seven months, fam. This is just who you are, dog. Just say that. Yeah. <laughs> right? I be trying, man, but I just still be, oh. Still be giving in sometime. Hey, dog. Hey, hey, man. I know what it is to be trying and fall. But you ain't, ain't nothing hit my phone. Ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? You ain't using none of the strategies. Like, you ain't doing nothing. Stop. Stop. I'm telling you, this grown man talk right now. So I, that's why I said I'm, I'm talking to men today. I ain't talking to no boys. Please don't think that connotation has an age limit. 
some 60-year-old boys out here in these streets still going to clubs, lurking in the parking lot, falling in chicks' DMs 30 years younger than them. Hey, baby. Don't nobody need that grandpa sex, fam. Move on. I just murdered 17 sugar daddies right there. 17 sugar daddies just got exposed. That's another thing. I know about the sugar babies out here, too. The sugar daddies and the sugar babies. That's a whole other thing. And you don't think you would escort. You feel better about your life because this is consensual and arranged and more like you, you ain't a hoe, but you a sugar baby. This is an arranged situation. He pays your rent. You give him vagina. I'm in the world, fam. <laughs> Just not of it. Let's get to the last verse, shall we? Uh, my daily task will be to ferret out the wicked. And to free the city of the Lord from their grip. That's where upset the world comes from for me. How do you ferret out the wicked? Put some good in the world. Acts 10, 38. And Jesus ran around doing good. And healing all those that were oppressed by demons. That's we up here. We out here to upset the world. Why are we giving away $500 a week? Because we can't. Because it's going to bless somebody. It's because it's going to let somebody know, like, man, God still sees me. He's for me, and there's still good in the world. Let's ferret out the wicked. That's how you ferret out the wicked. You put, you, you put light in the middle of darkness. You don't, you don't carry a poster to a gay parade. <laughs> you don't pick it Pride Month. That's not how you put light in darkness. That's how you put a poster in the middle of a parade that you didn't you weren't invited to i rock with gay people love them love them. i love my lgbtqia plus community theologically i don't agree but i love you no no, no. thank you holy spirit not but and i love you theologically i cannot agree with you i cannot agree with the way that you express your sexuality and i love you Oh, I love you. If I see you, I'm hugging you. Gay man, woman, trans. Oh, I love you. Don't ever get close to me because I'm going to hug you. Because I love you. And I don't agree. But if you if you don't have a relationship with Jesus or, or Jesus is not who you want to follow, you, you're, you were born in sin, shaping in iniquity, and that's what sinners do. Before I gave my life to Jesus, I was very comfortable in my sins. Huh? Uh, I think it's Preston Morrison, unless if it's a copy of Preston Morrison on YouTube, but in capital letters and and like five million exclamation marks. <laughs> That's what it is. I love you, Press. I love you so much. And our pod was one for the ages. One for the ages. Shout out. It's to still going. Oh, of course. It's still rippling through my spirit. <laughs> oh, dude, that thing, that thing blessed my heart. I never cried so much in a pot of my life. I love you, Prez, and um, I love Pillar Church as well. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so, it's, yeah, that's right. That's that's my twin. Of course he would pick up on the and. That's my twin brother. That That's how that goes. But that's what it is. It's, it's and. And we can, it, it, 
you can hold the tension of that. This is this is the tension that Jesus held being both divine and human. It's not one or the other. It's it's both and. Right? I don't want to go to the cross and not my will but thine be done. Two things can be true. I got three aunts that are lesbians. Two are married to their spouses. I'm not supposed to love my aunts. I'm supposed to kick down their door. I can't believe you're in here having gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I, let me tell you something I love thank you Holy Spirit for giving me this podcast you knew I needed this for my sanity I didn't. I never thought I was going to be able to talk like this publicly praise Jesus but yeah I'm I'm you know, it's it's both and, right? I, I love atheists. I don't agree with them. I think it takes a lot of arrogance to say that there is no God. That's, that's you would have to have all knowledge of all time. Mm-hmm. But I love you. You don't believe the, in my invisible man, and I don't believe in your visible confidence, but I love you. Agnostics, I'm on a journey. I think there's a higher power. Just don't think it's Jesus. Could be Buddha. Could be all of them. Don't agree with you. Love you. I love black Hebrew Israelites. Your theology is whack. But I love you. Not but. And I love you. Thank you, Press. Um, I love people that are church hurt. And I want them back in community. I love deconstructionists. And you better be a reconstructionist. I love people that have fallen, and I love people that get back up. So who don't you rock with, Tim? Please go read Psalm 101 again. You'll find out the people I don't mess with. (laughs) We're trying to put some guys up on game. I I wanted to direct this towards men. Why? Because, again, if a man gets calibrated to this Like from the inside out, if I as a man am going to commit my life to be devoted to God and his word, I will have character. I will have integrity. I will be a man who is honest. I will be a man who is open. I will be a man who is transparent. I will be a man who's vulnerable. I will be a man who is worthy of honor both inside and out privately and publicly my wife will sing my praises my sons will love me my family and friends will be refreshed by me I will not be a man that brings embarrassment to my name When you utter my name, I want the way I have lived to complete the sentence. And I'm 27 years on this journey. 
it's not over. I'm still doing it. I got some things under control. I got some things. I do not look at pornography. I can look right in this camera and say, I do not view porn. This is not something that I have talked about. And it's probably still lurking in the back. And he probably falls every now and then. I don't. If I if my therapist could tell you, which she legally can't, my therapist would tell you. Juliet would tell you. My phone would tell you. My accountability would tell you. Because if I did, I would have told them already. Hasn't happened. Have I ever had to text you one time and say, hey, hey, hey guys. Is it still a temptation? Absolutely it is. Everywhere I go, there I am. My flesh goes with me everywhere I go. So I remember all the sites and I remember all the people. Do I say that I, that I liked? All the people that I were attracted to or all the people that I lusted after, whatever. I still know names and all that kind of stuff. I still remember the, the places I used to go. Some of them aren't there anymore, thank God. I still remember all the massage parlors I used to go to and the places I were frequent. I remember all that. I don't have amnesia. The Holy Spirit didn't give me amnesia. But he did give me a cross. And he gave me an option. Run around free or nail yourself. Crucify yourself. <laughs> Crucify your flip, you nail it. I'm not going to do it. I've provided the cross. Put yourself up there. And there's so many people that are waiting for 13 reasons why before they kill that self. And they're like, I don't, I haven't hit enough hurt yet. I, I don't regret this enough yet. I need at least 10 more reasons. Yeah, most most people don't change until they hit rock bottom. When enough gets taken from you or enough leaves you, you'll change. <laughs> Tim, quick story with uh, two physical places. When I had gotten married and me and Rachel moved to our apartment in Dallas, we lived, I didn't even know. We didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. We moved right into the place in front of uh, one of the dirtiest massage parlors ever. Oh, wow. Full-blown uh, human trafficking. Mm -hmm. They got busted. Mm -hmm. They were tied to a restaurant named uh, Dragon House in South Lake where they laundered all the money. Wow. So this was fresh. This was, I think, about two years ago. Wow. So I lived right in front of one of the biggest temptations I had to go through. Wow. Eight minutes, not eight minutes, about four minutes off of 35 is the place where I had to take my ex, not Rachel, my mm -hmm. ex, baby mama, to go get her HIV test because that's the process you have to do to get an abortion. Mm. So these are two major things that just are brokenness, yep. pain that I had to deal with. Yep. Our studio is in the city where I would fight for my baby's life and I'd drive an hour every week to come fight for the baby's life until obviously the baby went to heaven. Yeah. So there's a lot of things I had to face that are right in front of me and I couldn't, I didn't, there wasn't space to just wait. Yeah. It's absolutely. like you have to deal with it now or you're, you're going to stay on that hundredth floor. 
You're going to have all that addiction and that trauma for, bro, you're going to be 60 with the same problems you had at 18. So I'm in the basement now, man. Transformed. Yeah. H-O-T. Yeah, dude, I love it. And and I love what you said, Hector, because um, some sometimes sometimes you have to face what you did. There is no switching cities and states and getting another start. Sometimes you got to pass the place where you fell on your face and be like, "I fell right there. Now I drive past it. I failed her." but I'm still nice to her and I love her. And Sometimes you can't run from the stuff. It's, it's going to be here. I'm not moving. I'm not running. I made a mistake right here and I'm going to have to own it right here. I'm not going to another city. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to, you got to stay and just face it. I would love to say when I left California, I left all my past behind. Oh, I did some dumb stuff in Dallas. All because of trauma, all because I was hiding and lying. All this, everything that's been on this list, I've been the opposite of, <laughs> right? I, I can read this thing again. Uh, I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I didn't have that. I will live a blameless life. I was, I had all the blame. Uh, I did not refuse to look at anything valuable. <laughs> I dealt with people that were crooked, right? I, I. I did not reject perverse ideas. I did not stay away from every evil. I tolerated people who slandered their neighbors. I, I endured conceit and pride because I had it. Um, I was not searching for faithful people to be my companions. I was looking for people that were going to be, I was trying to look for people that was, that was down to do some stuff. Sheesh. I was not above reproach. I was deceptive. I was a liar. I was running to darkness. Preston has this whole teaching on oh, one of my favorite teachings he's ever done about um, it's in the Gospels about not there not being any dark corners. Something about some dark corner. Let me see. Uh, I just got to get the scripture because it's, it's just too good. Oh, dark corners. Let's see. Boom. It's in Luke 11. So Luke 11 and 36. And then we're going to have to wrap up this pod because I got to pee. <laughs> hey, can we just celebrate that on a Monday at 12 p.m. we have over 1,400 people Shut hanging Shut your out. mouth. No, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. 1,487 people. What the heck is going on right now? This was our this was our night. This was like our night numbers. It's middle of the day and they what the Oh my god, I love y'all so much. Oh my god. Y'all are dwell listen, y'all are built different. <laughs> I don't know what I took you away from. I don't know what we took you away from, but y'all are crazy. <gasps> are you kidding me right now? Hey, yo, I can't wait to get away with this first $500, though. Yes. I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Luke 11, 36. 
right, so I can't do I can't do this the justice that Preston would. Um, and I'm not gonna try. Preston would. That's a church. Well, that's a double entendre. Preston would. Preston would. Okay, okay, that's dope. I'm a rapper. Sorry. Um, um uh uh I'll start from thirty three, uh Luke eleven, starting at the thirty third verse. No one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where its lights uh, where its light can be seen by all who enter the house. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is bad, your body is filled with darkness. Make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight were filling you with light. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, Preston, when I tell you he taught the snot out of them corners, because too many of us allow ourselves to live with dark corners. And it's like, I got most of the lights on, but I do have a little corner over there that I creep in to. I do have one app that doesn't have accountability and I can kind of get around. There was no time in the history of ever that I had a porn accountability on my phone or on my computer that I couldn't get around it. You know what that's called? A dark corner. So you got to be able to flick on the lights with no dark corners. Hector preemptively sending a text to the group is living without dark corners. You living the life you're living is living a life without dark corners. You have text us, same thing, group chat. Same thing for me, group chat. No dark corners, fam. We're not going to have any dark corners. That takes work. That takes discipline. But you ain't going to have abs if you don't have discipline. Nobody has a six-pack and eats at Popeye's. You don't get a body like The Rock eating at McDonald's. I think, if if I'm not mistaken, I think in a year, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, shout out to Dwayne Johnson. Hey, you want to come on the basement? (laughs) You can bring... Kevin Hart, if you want. Um, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if, if, if I might have this wrong. I think it's right, though. I think he eats like a third of a ton of cod a year. They pay him like $20 million for his body. He probably doesn't even have to read the script. And people will envy that body, but have a burger in their mouth. And you'll talk about being a man of character and integrity and all the lights is off in your damn house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm so sorry. I think we put damn on the, we put it, we put it on the safe list, but it's still not safe for somebody. Somebody's going to be pissed that I said damn. I'm sorry. That's on my list. If, if, if that's a curse word to you, I understand. I understand. I'm sorry. Damn is in my vocabulary. I'm so sorry. Damn, it's probably in yours too. You just don't say it out loud. Okay. 
I'm gonna spit out this tea, bro. You gotta stop. <laughs> You're getting way too good with that that one sound effect. That's hilarious. Um. Anyway, this chai tea is legit pressing against my bladder. Um. Um. That my heart today was to um. Hopefully, impart something to men, young men, old men, middle-aged men. Um, because if we get in our rightful place, the world changes. A man who is in his rightful place, single or married, changes the entire world. A man of character and integrity changes the entire world. I I I have um I have uh, God sisters who are just gorgeous. They're just gorgeous people. And one of my my um uh, uh one of my favorite internal uh, displays of love and affection is. Uh, to know that their bodies are safe with me. That their beauty is safe with me. That I would never say something inappropriate, out of line, cross the line, anything that would make them feel like, well, I, he's made me feel weird. Or did it, A man can do that for a woman. A man can do that for another man. When I was a young adult pastor, I had to tell men, I had to tell young adult men and young adult women, I love you and I don't want to have sex with you. And they would literally cry. I can't tell you how many female bodies and male bodies are not safe at church. I can't tell you how many armor bearers have been turned out in the name of mentorship. Discipleship, spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers. I can't tell you how many women have turned out women. Bodies ain't safe. But when a man stands up and says, your body's safe here, and then protects other people's bodies, the game changes, man game changes so let's be men let's be men let's 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 take this book specifically this chapter let's go give it to the world is it a tough battle is it a fight to be a man yes is it impossible no scripture told us it's not impossible stop playing you're either gonna believe the word or you're not there is no temptation that is overtaking you but such as common to man I know I read it in NLT, but I have it memorized in King James. But God is faithful who will not attempt you above what ye are able, but will with the temptation provide a way of escape so that you may be able to bear it. That's the book. So is temptation out there? Absolutely. Is it more than I can handle? Absolutely not. I got Bible to prove it. There is no temptation that can take me out. I have to choose not to take the way of escape. And I'm not going out like no sucker. Not at 47 and a half. I'm big on that half right now because I'm about to be 40. I'll be 48 in June. 
So I want to be a man of integrity and character. I want to rock with men that want to do the same thing. That's what we want down here in the basement. Now, you ain't got to come down here as a man of character and integrity. But that better be your goal. Take your little behind up to that 100th floor and die. Because you ain't going to stay down here. I can't tell you how many how many guys that I almost had to like knock out when I was a when I was a uh, young adult pastor who were trying to compromise the integrity of the young women in our young adult ministry. Now I don't I don't I didn't know everything that was going on. You can't know everything. You get like five hundred plus people, seven hundred plus people coming to something. You can't know everybody's business. But the stuff I did know, I used to tell them if you came in here trying to have sex with these young ladies, meet me in the parking lot. I'm defensive, man. I'm defensive about this stuff right here. So that's uh we're gonna make this a clean two hours. We're gonna make this a clean two hours. I got three minutes. My bladder should hold up for three more minutes. Um, I'm I'm just I'm so grateful, man, that we get to do this, that we get to talk like this. This is oh my god, this space is just so important to me. Oh my goodness, I will defend this at all costs. At all costs for myself and for others. You know, the guests that we have on here, um, whatever we share, whatever we communicate. Um, Sammy, thank you so much for your vulnerability. Because that was, that was, I mean, the, everything we do on here is unscripted, but I pay attention to bodies and tears mean something to me. And I, I, I felt, I, I I felt you when I saw your face and so and you didn't have you could have said no I don't want to talk about it but you even being honest about that I know that freed some people that had to free some people because when you because when you mess up yeah you're like you're like who am I a fraud mm-hmm. yep. right because like like okay let, like if you messed up last Thursday and it's Monday and you're like I'm done with this like who wants to mess with you Right? It's like, you did that three days ago, fam. (laughs) I can't laugh right now. I got to pee so bad. Uh, But it's like, if if contrition and a broken heart is is legitimate, somebody has to walk with you three days later. We're going to put you on punishment for a year? Hey, man, come back in a year. (laughs) Come back in a year. You know what I mean? We're not doing that. And you helped me with me wanting to sacrifice myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you was going to put yourself on punishment. Yes. Too many people do that. Right? God's forgiven them. The community's forgiven them. And they're like, yeah, but I'm still going to just stay in this prison cell for another four months until I feel I feel like I deserve another. Let me do another bid. It's like, why are we doing? Imagine like your parole coming up <laughs> February the 1st. And you're like, you know what? What I did was so shameful. I've decided to stay here another five years. I'll feel better. I know you only gave me 18 months, Judge, but I think if I stay here until 2027, I I think that it'll be all out of my system by then. Nah, fam, we leaving now. We leaving now. And again, when you've hurt people, they get to choose. how the, Based on the experience they have with you, they get to choose what they want to do next. And we have to live with their, we have to live with their decision. And we have to respect it. Yes. Don't get pissed at him. Oh, you don't want to be with me no more? I apologize. I already, I'm not even doing it anymore. You still punishing me? No, this is called consequence, fam. This ain't a punishment. 
It's a consequence of your actions. Don't nobody want to be with you no more after you done did this multiple times and then, uh, I don't understand why they didn't want to stay. I'm a changed man. Yay, bravo. And you had to also take an L. Two things can be true. I'm a changed man and I messed that up. <laughs> I'm a changed man and I ain't getting that back. You know what I'm saying? I'm a changed man and they ain't going to rehire me. Right? I embezzled $1.2 million. I, I paid back $962,000 in restitution and they don't want to hire me back at the job. No, duh. <laughs> Start your own business selling jet skis, fam, because they're not bringing you back. You can forget that. All right, so the chat has spoken. I've just, I'm only saying this because they've brought it up a million times. They do want more midday, uh, more midday live streams. Whoa. So 12 p.m.s were wow. great. I asked it and the chat went cray cray, of wow. course. They're like, more, more, more. Listen, while they're eating lunch, while they're at work, some, sometimes. Bro, this is a two hour pot. That's a long lunch. Get to work. Y'all are chewing, <laughs> y'all are masticating your food. I haven't used that word in a long time, but. That's mascotation right there. Holy cow. But I'm down, though. So they said more 12 p.m. pods. And they I've constantly seen, again, I'm not hyping myself up, but they were like, we need a solo pod with Sam and Hector because they have some stories that we want to hear because they do. It's powerful. So, yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a unit, fam. Y'all, I think y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? We, we do everything as a unit. This is not the... You know, I'm not the star of this. The basement is us. We, we ain't. Come on. When we fly somewhere, we all fly first class. You stay in a nice hotel. They don't stay down the street. I don't do none of that. Crap. I don't do that. I don't do that crap. I'm sorry. I don't do that crap. These 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 are God put us together. We roll as a unit. And so only time only time I'm in first class and they ain't coach is because they ain't traveled as much as I have. So I get bumped to first class, but we are, but I paid for three coach tickets. And if I get bumped to first class, I'm not I'm I have to leave y'all. I'm so sorry. But y'all still walk in with me. Y'all walk in in group one. Your tickets say group four, but y'all come in in group one. You know what I'm saying? But then then you have to walk past me because I'm going <laughs> to I'm bougie, y'all. I survived the hood. I'm bougie. And I'm not taking that back. And I've flown a million miles with American. Shout out to American. I know some people don't like American, but I live in DFW. I'm a slave to the hub that I'm in. And um, I guess if I was in Atlanta, I would have been on Delta. But I'm in DFW. And so American Airlines, I love you guys. I've flown a million miles with you. So you can't, you, you can't actually do me enough wrong for me to switch now. I'm a million miles in with you. But they've been good to me. I know some people have had bad experiences with them, but it dang sure ain't spirit. I'm not throwing spirit under the bus. I'm throwing them under the plane. <laughs> um. Okay. I love y'all. Okay. So 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 the dwellers like midday. They did late nights. They do middays. Y'all are just y'all are a different breed. Y'all are a different breed. I love you guys so much. Again, thank you for your generosity. Uh, be blessed starts today. Let me just let me just remind everybody if you if you jumped on the pod late, we are starting a thing called Be Blessed. And that is uh once a week. Um if we find somebody that's wearing some basement merch, if you see us or we see or, or we see you, five hundred dollars on site. You heard me right. Five hundred dollars on site. Cash app, PayPal, if we gotta do it through 
app um um what is that um uh, apple pay wiring uh however we need to get it to you if i need to go to the atm and pull some cash out i'll do it god i gotta be <laughs> um um we we just want to be a blessing and we're going to encourage you like this this shouldn't just this should be reciprocated throughout the community if you see somebody with some basement merch on uh, or they got a decal or something right or 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 they say or they see you um Chick-fil-A sandwich on site Starbucks coffee on site double mint gum on site I, I ran out of stuff. I ran out of stuff. <laughs> Ice cream sandwich on site. All right, so whatever it is, God, I got to be. Wow. <laughs> this is, oh, my goodness. I'm about to start breaking out in sweat. I've passed my <laughs> 2 o'clock time. I love y'all so much. Like, you have no idea how I love you. And um, I just appreciate you guys. So uh, to all my listeners, um, somebody did, I didn't know this, uh, but somebody did send me a text this morning telling me that we were number six on iTunes um uh, in in um on podcast this week uh which is unbelievable unbelievable like for like we're not preaching sermons we're just talking and we were number 6 on iTunes so i don't know what it was on Spotify um this week and and that fluctuates you know what i mean i'm listen i don't we don't care we're being obedient we're doing this because we're not doing this for top 10 stuff but it is significant it lets us know that you're listening you're letting the charts know uh that this is a valuable this is a valuable space for you i am i am so i'm getting more way more comfortable in my skin and so um the more comfortable i get um the more you'll love me or the more you'll be repulsed by me um i get it or the more you just tolerate me maybe you eat the meat and spit out the bones wherever you land Whyever you're here, um, uh, I love you. I, I genuinely love you. I I love the people that are here because they feel a part of this community. I love the people that are here because you think I'm dangerous. I just want you to know I love you. I know some of you take excerpts from our YouTube uh, uh, premieres and our lives and you do other content to let us know to, or to let your audience know this is why Tim sucks or this is why Tim's dumb or... I love you. I genuinely love you. And um, if your goal is for the gospel to be preached and uh, for people to know the truth and for the truth to make people free, we're actually on the same team. And you may not like my approach. Um, um, And I may not even like yours. Um, But I think we're trying to do the same thing. And um, uh, again, however you made it to this space, um, just know that there's a, this is a, a space that's filled with grace um, and it's filled with truth. And uh, we love you guys so much. And so um, I hope you have a great week. I mean, 1,400 people, man, I'm, I'm really blown away by you. Middle of the day. I'm really blown away by you. I love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting this work. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for defending me. Some of you all are like Peters. Like you you have some swords in your hand. We don't need you to cut nobody. We don't need you to strike nobody down. But I do appreciate um, I appreciate the, the, the zeal. Um, just don't let it make you sin. 
Okay, nothing's worth getting angry about in social media land. Um, that's it for me. We good? Great. Uh, hey, until next time, we love you. Peace.